he put a mask on her without is it even her a mask? knowing a balaclava I mean, without her knowing abby it's it's balaclava by the way bala i know it's like oh i know balaclava hello i'm nice nice it's a balaclava yes <laughs> throw some ideas around see if you know anyone else has like a theme they had in mind or something they've been thinking of or what about a pixar themed shower and i uh i'll just snowball on top of that also fight club fight club, fight club. female fight club we pull in we grease up Surprise. Female Fight Club. She's not going to forget that. Welcome, everybody. Hello, hello. Oh, it's your favorite host here. I'm Abby. And I'm Jasmine. And welcome back to the Female Fight Club, the podcast where everyone is welcome and no one is freaking fighting y'all. Well, not yet anyway. Mm, watch your back and trust no one. It's been a minute, you guys, and we actually have some exciting updates for you. Uh, Abby celebrated a birthday recently. Uh, Stop it. Uh, Officially became a senior citizen. Okay, fuck you. (laughs) But you know what? Joke's on you because I qualified for the vaccine, the first dose, four days before you. A full four days. You were in the priority group. Good for you. The 60 plus. Yeah. We got that Pfizer flowing through our veins. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. I feel it. I'm as stronger than ever. Um, But speaking of us finally getting our vaccine after what feels like eons, truly, we thought we'd look back on the past year and how much has really changed for most of us. But one group in particular has been hit, some might say the hardest. Frontline workers? No, single people. (laughs) I mean, like, I guess I single people, they're, they're people too, so... Yeah, people with stories for us to damn exploit on this podcast. Uh, So some of you, if you've seen our Instagram page, we've asked a couple of you guys to dig deep and share some of your funniest uh, romantic sort of rendezvous over the last year, COVID style. Hell yeah, (laughs) and you guys really delivered. So we thought it was the perfect time to bring in our second guest ever, but most importantly, our first brosif to come on to the Female Fight Club pod. We are broing the fuck down. He's probably one of the most athletic people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. Kookiest damn hair, insane lettuce. He dangles, (laughs) he snipes, he sellies. He's your average lax bro with a good conscience and just an infectious laugh. The man, the myth, the legend, and did I mention he is single? Cassidy, Cassidy. welcome. Oh my god, um, I was not <laughs> expecting that, but uh, oh. Oh my, like longtime listener, first time caller, excited oh. to be here. Oh my goodness, incredible! Thank you so much for joining us. So happy, Abby. Take it away. What are we oh doing my today? <laughs> Well, okay. First of all, you're in for a treat. Um, Before we get into some of the hot and saucy stories, um, you know when you put your hand out and you let a dog sniff you so that they can get to know your scent and that gives you permission to pet them? (laughs) Well, today, (laughs) listeners, you are the dog and Cassidy is the hand you're sniffing. Cass, I'd like to apologize. I really, she really wanted to keep this analogy and to introduce you. You know, when you were letting the listeners get to know Cass on the deeper oh, okay. level, there's, we're letting them sniff you. It's all, yeah, it's about getting hot. people into their circle of missed. trust. It's been missed. Well, so as always, I think the best way to get to know somebody is through a classic rapid fire question session. So Abby, I'd like you to take oh this away gosh. as well. Okay. So we're going to ask you a question and you just respond back with the first thing that comes out of your brain. 
it's it. right. are you guys gonna ask me about my uh my childhood journals oh my oh. god have you prepared a passage <gasps> I, have, I have not but actually listening to that one episode you guys did i i remember a long time ago i was cleaning out my grandparents house and i used to spend a lot of time there and I didn't have a journal, but I had pieces of paper that I apparently hid in like the closet in the bathroom. <laughs> and all the only thing that I remember is it was it was like a sentence. I was like maybe seven years old. And all it said was, my grandma's smart, but she's not as smart as me. <laughs> Screw you, grandma. Yeah. Grandma's awesome, but she's just she's not as smart as I am. I hope she never listens to this, by the way. She'll kill me. I don't know if she's our target demographic, but, uh, she might be. but let's not silo ourselves. Yeah, yeah, she loves to scrap. So <laughs> Incredible. Okay, Cassidy, here it is. Right. Your favorite spice girl. Go. Oh, uh, Ginger. Okay, excellent. Your favorite spice. Um, cumin. <gasps> Your favorite go-to karaoke song. Go. Uh, Friends in Low Places or Gin and Juice, either or. Nice. All right. This is a hard one. Michelangelo or Leonardo? Michelangelo. And we meant Ninja Turtles. I understand that. And lastly, did you wet the bed? Be honest. Um, <laughs> I've, I mean, I have a few times, but like not when I, as I remember as a kid, it was more like a, a drunk thing. <laughs> not as a kid, only as a drunk person. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's the reverse of what I thought. That's incredible. Um, I'll never, I'll never cheat you for effort. You know, I'm nothing if not honest. I fucking love that. Well, I mean, I want to point out also before we get into the nitty gritty here that um, Cassidy is probably one of the most suavest characters ever, which you will learn, listeners, in this entire episode. Um, and I think it's fair to say that you've had your fair share of dates. That's fair, right, Cass? That's very fair. Yeah, it's fair. Um, okay, so what what we're most excited about is to learn about. What in particular you um, have encountered is it, have you taken to the apps and what have those been like? Do you have any like specific stories that you want to share with us? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, just like the apps in general. I mean, I think like, you know, for a lot of us, you know, me specifically, I've been, I've been running those apps, you know, really diversifying my portfolio. And uh, I feel like it's <laughs> well, Wait, what, what is diversifying the portfolio? It means you're on everything. I just, wasn't prepared to be interrogated. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We, we might have to redact a lot of this because it's uh, it's not going to bode well for for your boy going forward. It's also but, not um, going to just you know hand out all of his game on a silver platter, yeah. Abby. That's true. That's yeah. fucking. That's true. You shouldn't I, either. No, unless no, for a healthy price. Hey, I'm an open book, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I mean, it's obviously that I think that's what you've had to resort to. I mean, you used to be able to go to a bar, you used to be able to meet people, you know, elsewhere, and and now it's not so much. I think, like, I don't know. I I, I love. I feel like I'm a connoisseur of like dating profiles. You know what I mean? Like, oh my seeing, god, I love like, that. For, for example, I mean my my favorite one that I see is is on on women's dating profiles, especially is just looking for my next adventure. <laughs> Oh, honey, you come to the right place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Call me Robinson fucking Crusoe because we are just going to get after it. I mean, I I know that you have you're a gold mine for dating stories. Yeah. I've heard many of them with you, but I know that there's maybe a few oh. in particular that have stood out to you over this past year when things have looked super differently for your dating game. Yeah. Okay. So Jazzy, I'll hit you with this one. And Abby <laughs> knows me very well here and that I'm just fucking perpetually single. <laughs> um, so, oh, not after so this damn episode. Uh, yeah, I know. We uh, do have an 80% female audience. <laughs> The analytics do not lie. Yeah, can you just throw my at in the in the description here? Absolutely, or, uh, absolutely. No, it's not a problem. So it's it's interesting though because again, right as the pandemic started, and I don't know if this was just 
us, you know, me and this this woman, I won't mention her name, obviously. Um, gentlemen, never kisses and tells. Oh, um, yes. Except for on never. the Female Fight Club pod. Except for, yeah, <laughs> except for on the Female Fight Club podcast. But uh, this is one of those things that in hindsight, you're just like, I, I totally understand that this happened, but <laughs> still hits like just right out of left field, right? So Okay, I'm ready. I was talking to this to this woman and you know we were vibing um she seemed pretty like <laughs> eager to meet up and hey i'm all about that and so uh one night i wasn't i wasn't feeling really well and i'm and i told her and she's like oh my god like you need somebody to make you feel better like you know let me come over and like you know she was hot yeah exactly like like leading leaning into that right i'm just like oh shit okay this is super cool maybe i am really <laughs> hot who knows and so um so she she's like yeah like come over for sure and so she comes over and she's like, okay, like I'm bringing a bottle of wine and, you know, we'll, you know, we'll have like a really nice night. And I was like, okay, like this is going to be like a real wholesome date. This is going to be sick. Yeah, this is, this is going to be awesome. We're going to hold hands. It's going to be tight. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> we, you know, we're hanging out in the living room and we're, you know, drinking wine and we're just kind of chatting and we move to the bedroom and, you know, we, uh, we do the sex. And That's great. Congrats on the sex. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, so we do our thing and, you know, we're just, we're hanging out, talking, whatever. And like 3am rolls around and she kind of turns to me and she's like, okay, she's like, I, I got to go home. I just, I just, I need to sleep in my own bed. Right. And I'm just like, totally respect. fair. Respect. Respect that. I would prefer you left also, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you've actually stayed about yeah. three to four hours yeah. longer than I was anticipating. <laughs> I was not going to be the one to say two that. Birds. Two birds. Two birds. Stone. Exactly. Two birds. <laughs> And so, so she leaves and, you know, all's well in my world. And, uh, I get, a, I wake up to a text from her and she says, Hey, I forgot my bra and my jacket. Love it. Okay. Weird things to, of course. And I wake up, this is a Friday morning and I'm, I still have to go to work and I'm just like, Holy shit. Kind of hung over. So I'm, I'm looking for, for her garments. Um, I find mm -hmm. them and I pick up her bra and I pick up her jacket and I, I feel something in the jacket it's like oh that's weird <laughs> whatever and so i'm like you know putting my stuff together for work and you know doing all that and can't get this out of my i'm like what's in this jacket and i i go into the pocket probably shouldn't have done this this is maybe an invasion of privacy but go into the jacket pocket and i pull out like a seven inch hunting knife oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and again i'm this is like this is like 7 30 in the morning I'm so hungover. <laughs> like, I don't have time for this. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like, oh my, oh my God. So I just, I throw it, I throw it in my car and I just, I hope it not to work. hard. Seven inch hunting knife. What What's going through your mind at that? Like you, you find this knife, you're, ob you're obviously hungover and probably still just waking up. Honestly. Okay. Abby, like when, you, I don't know. I feel like, again, if I, if I was a woman, a much different thing would be going through my, through my mind. But I yeah. mean, as, as a guy, Thank I was you like, for bringing that up. yeah, I was, I was perplexed, um, to say the least. And so it was, it was just, again, an experience I'd never had before, but again, you're right. I'm just like, I don't have time to unpack this right now. <laughs> and so, so I go to work, I'm, I'm mulling this over all day. Could I have been murdered? Like, I'm coming home. I message her. I'm like, Hey, where do you live? I'm going to drop this off. And she's like, Oh, this is my address, blah, blah, blah. So I get to her place. And so I like, I walk over and I have her like literally like her bra and her jacket just like bunched up in a ball. And I like, I hand it to her, but I like, I don't let go. And I like, I kind of look at her. I'm just like, <laughs> Hey, catch. Yeah, I know. And I'm just like, 
I'm like, hey, I'm like, do you have a do you have a knife in your pocket? Is that a knife in your pocket? Are you just terrified to see me? And so I literally like I give it to her. I'm like, do you have a knife in your pocket? And Jasmine, I swear to fucking God, deadpan, she looks me in the eyes and goes, Yeah, what if you tried to kill me? And I was just like, I can't argue that. And I gave her her shit and I never fucking talked to her again. Major, like major snaps though. Like honestly, like women, we have to be prepared. Yeah. So I guess that's hard to recover from. Hey Cass. Yeah, it was, uh, I know it was a, it was an interesting situation, but, uh, yeah, man, what she's up to. Honestly, but okay, but but listeners, we have your guys. You guys are in for a treat because we not only have our cat, our lovely Cassidy here, we also have some other fun stories that you guys have actually given to us. So Cassidy has not heard any of these. Jasmine and I have um, sort of mulled through a couple of them. I'm stoked to hear them. What I'm actually most curious about is just are they I single? Can... They are. <laughs> Wait, ah. are these are these chicks or dudes? Doesn't matter. Um, but. Uh... <laughs> Abby, show your work. Show our work. Actually, Jasmine, take it the damn hell away. Okay, this one is called A Tale of Four Red Flags. I love it. I love it already. So I'm going to be reading this person's submission. Um, Please. And here is how it reads. Is everybody ready? Oh, I'm at the ready. Okay. So at the beginning of COVID, in early 2020, I was seeing this guy. We'll call him Ben. And I ended up breaking it off because I just wasn't ready for a relationship and he wasn't really my type. But then a few months later, I ended up meeting one of his friends who we'll call Jerry. By the way, we have changed the names for to protect oh. people's identities. So this and is a story that involves Ben and Jerry and I won't be taking further questions. Love it. So first guy, Ben, second guy, Jerry. So we hit it off and started seeing each other. We started dating and would hang out pretty regularly for about a month. But then I started noticing some red flags. All right, everybody. Red flag number one. I find out that Ben, the first guy, was super upset about me seeing his friend Jerry. I also find out that they were closer friends than I thought. And Jerry happened to know all about my history with Ben and didn't seem to care. Can I get some reactions before I move forward? Yeah, was okay. Was wow. Ben? How was? How, oh my god. Okay. Oh, oh my god. I'm stoked. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. This this violates the bro code. Am it, I am I kind, wrong? It kind of does. It, okay, it does, but it doesn't. Like this is a gray area. This is not a black and white situation here. Like it depends. Like how good of friends were these guys? You know what I mean? There's a, there's a myriad of factors so, that okay. goes into this, right? That's fair. It's it's a little bit questionable off the bat. I do have to say the red flag one was the fact that he didn't care that Buddy dated her before. Yeah, and and not 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 so much that like. He had a friend that dated her before, but he had a friend that cared that yes. he was now uh, dating. That's right? That play. is, yeah. then, then mm-hmm. I would say that's against the bro code. I don't know. I would say, I would say so as well. That's where, that's where it comes in is like not being tight. But like, again, like you can, you can date somebody, a friend of yours has dated as, as long as it's like, you know, cool between both parties. Totally. Right? Now, red flag number two, I found out that a close family member of Jerry's was very sick and he also seemed pretty unaffected by that. He would even make <gasps> jokes about what he would inherit after this family member passed away. Oh my God. So this guy was a fucking sociopath. Okay. It's pretty textbook <laughs> oh at this God. point. <laughs> my yeah. goodness. Okay. Definite red flag number two then. Jesus crackers, Jerry. All right. I'm going to hit you with red flag number three. And I'm very curious on your thoughts on this. All right. Yeah. From the time that we originally met and started dating, he went 
from having zero tattoos to getting 12 <laughs> in a matter of two months, all of which were meaningless. Okay, not and a red these flag. Tattoos, uh, and I, all these tattoos apparently were random animals all over his body. Tattoos are tight, though. You know what I mean? Tattoos like, don't, are tight. Don't, yeah, don't get mad at a guy for having tattoos. Cassidy um, has some tattoos, but you no, would... But going from zero to 12, is that not unhinged? I don't think it's, I don't think it's unhinged. So, Jazzy, here's the thing. It, I don't know. I know for me, when I got my first tattoo, I was like, fuck, I want a million. You know what I mean? It's an infectious thing, right? I have heard mm -hmm. that. I hear it's more common to accumulate them over a period of a few years, it not is. necessarily. 12 in two months is nuts. How much, like, this guy must have endless it's money. A lot of money. Like, it's a lot of money. Which is a yeah. green light, not a red flag, right? <laughs> okay, red flag, because I bet he didn't pay for a lot of dates. Because he was too busy paying for his 12 tattoos in two months. That's fucked up. We won't call it a red flag. We'll call it, say it's like a, a caution light. You know what okay, I mean? Fine. That's a yellow. That's a yellow. Fine. It's a yellow. But the other two were red. Okay. Red flag number four. I got a new phone and wanted to sell my old one. He didn't have a job at the time. So he had kindly offered a bunch of his free time and offered Aww. to sell it for me to somebody else. Well, that's nice. So... He took the phone from me and kept it at his place, obviously, because he was trying to sell it. Mm. And at this point, I mean, I'm ignoring all the red flags so far. And I decided to invite him up to my family cottage one weekend. But then after we got back, I didn't hear from him for a while, only to learn that he had swiftly blocked me on every platform and never spoke to me again. And worst of all, I never got my phone back or any of the money for it. <laughs> Bamboozled, y'all. <laughs> That's okay, bad. so what you're, what you're telling me is there was there was only one red flag, and it was that. <laughs> oh She's my god! Three hundred bucks, y'all. We should find him. Look for the guy with twelve tattoos. If you see somebody who is selling an iPhone Seven, you know who to report to the authority. <laughs> if you see something, say something. This guy like just wrote off a relationship for an iPhone Seven. Holy what? fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Like where was I think we know how he was getting his tattoo money. Like <laughs> the answer is simple. He is a thief. He's a thief. Simply a thief. A bamboozler, a hoodwinker, a rap scallion. This person got bamboozled. That's going to be a new segment. Textbook bamboozled. Yeah. That's, that's, oh my God. Alrighty. So that's, that's our first story. Abigail, do you I'm want so, to I'm so excited. I'm so beyond excited to tell this next story because I also think it has such a really good title. We titled this Green Eggs and Damn. Damn. This was sent to us from an anonymous listener. And I think we're all, we're all going to be very pleased. Okay. Take it away. <clears throat> when patios briefly opened back up for the two days that they did in Toronto, I went to a bar and met this really good looking dude. We hit it off. We went home together, had a good time, saw each other for a couple more times after that. Immediately, I noticed he started to catch some feelings. So I try to be clear that I'm here for a good time and not a long time. Yes, he is. <laughs> He agrees that he's cool with that, but secretly I know he's still way more into it than I am. Alas, I enjoy the company, so we're hanging out. On one of our random dates, we happen to talk about how busy our lives are and how we barely have the time to do things like meal prep um, and all that jazz. Anyway, one Saturday night, I got really drunk with my house and ended up pulling an 
all fucking nighter, not one wink of sleep. I ended up finally falling asleep when the birds are chirping. And I then am jolted awake at 11 a.m. to a text from Buddy saying, Hey, I got five containers of food for you. What time should I drop them off? Followed by a picture of five Tupperware containers of the most <laughs> ill prepared and unappetizing healthy food I have ever seen. I'm thinking when you're this hungover, obviously you want garbage food, pizza, burgers. You definitely don't want hard boiled eggs on a bed of kale with a side of sauteed mushrooms, half an avocado, grilled chicken and asparagus, all of which are measured and portion sized, of course. Truly the last thing you want from a person that you've been seeing for no longer than 10 business days. (laughs) and begs this days and coming in on with the meal prep oh my god bless his soul for this bold move the meal prep gesture Cass what what can we make of this I okay honestly like snaps for brother man like I just (laughs) my heart goes out to this guy it's just not working out it's a lovely gesture but damn if if you're not looking to catch those feels you just want to have a good time like she said well that's the thing good time not a long time she laid it out clearly for right and he wanted to shoot a shot he shot a shot didn't work out oh he really shot his shot yeah you know you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take when gretzky (laughs) michael scott like it's it's one of those things and my heart goes out but hey you uh you live you learn you move on okay guys i'm so excited to tell you about this last story it's one of my favorites a good friend of mine decided and was brave enough to let me share it. Let's call it. Okay. Let's call her Sarah. Yeah. So the story is titled "How to Pick a Guy in Ten Days." Okay. All right. All right. All right. Go on. Let me paint you a picture. It's the start of our first lockdown. I have not had the company of another man in a long time. <laughs> I'm looking for someone to connect with. So naturally, I take to Hinge and find me a decent man. We have good banter. We go on a few dates. We even talk about how much I hate reading and how the only book I've read is Fifty Shades of Grey. I love this already. Strong start. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a phenomenal start. On our third date, we go back to his condo. We're making drinks and we're a bit sussed out because of COVID. So we're sitting pretty far apart and neither of us are making any moves. Maybe there was a moment he wasn't instigating anything because of COVID weirdness, blah, blah, blah. He randomly and quite excitedly goes, oh, wait, I need to show you something. And he takes me to his room, (laughs) reaches under his bed, and pulls out a metal briefcase and a large duffel bag. Oh, good. This is going well. (laughs) Yeah, this go bag. (laughs) Run away with me. (laughs) Let's get married. We're going to Mexico. (laughs) In the duffel bag, he pulls out what looks like a series of locks and opens the metal briefcase to show a lock-picking kit of some sort. Oh. Oh, my God. He proceeds to show me the the collection of locks he has successfully picked, expecting me to be impressed. Just get, let's just get a pulse of the room. Would you be impressed? Obviously shocked. (laughs) Like, he picks locks as a hobby. Is that what I'm gathering here? Essentially. And he keeps it under his bed, which means he's not ashamed at all. In a duffel bag and metal briefcase. Sorry, as trophies. I guess. This was on a third date. Third date. Third date. 
This so. is definitely eighth or ninth date material. I I do have to say. But like also, this is like, is this when red flags start going off for for our dear friend Sarah here? So funny you just said that because the next line in this is, in retrospect, this should have been the red flag, but please understand that the dry spell was real. <laughs> she says, "I bet you think that's the weird part, but it's Did, not." Okay. Did he pick her lock? <laughs> he puts his lock kit away and he says close your eyes and in my head i'm thinking it's gonna be like a hot 50 shades of gray moment Uh, but then he places what feels like a bag over top of my head i raise my hands to feel my face and quickly realize i'm wearing a full-blown wool baliclava (laughs) he put a balaclava on her head if i was closing my eyes and someone put a baliclava over my head like that's form-fitting wool that's hot we're gonna pull off a heist now yeah (laughs) i have my lock picking kit don't ask any questions she's she's the fall person at this point like honestly the fall person yes she's in danger Oh, that's funny because in the next line, in my mind, I'm saying this is kind of rogue. But again, I would ask you to understand that this was really a now or never moment. The dry spell was real. (laughs) (laughs) Really fueling this. We've all been there. At this point, I'm sweating in this balaclava. So I decide (laughs) to put it behind us, quite literally. And then we do the deed. Bless. God bless. Afterwards, we're lying down and I say so much for social distancing, to which he responds, what do you think the mask was for? (laughs) What a guy. (laughs) Did he he wear a condom? Stop the the spread, am I right? Stop the spread. Flatten the curve, baby, with my balaclava. It's fine. Chlamydia is okay, but COVID, absolutely not. So this is actually, I would say, our textbook bamboozle, but burglar edition? He put a mask on her without even her a mask? knowing. A balaclava I mean, without her knowing. Abby, it's, it's balaclava, by the way. Bala. I, know. <laughs> I, was like, I, oh, I know. Balaclava. Hello, I'm nice and nice. It's a balaclava, yes? Oh. A Look balaclava, no, no, though, no. is conveniently, it's it, for those who, for some reason, may not know, just Google image it or... It's a staple in any fucking bank heist. Like and your mouth here. is open, in fact. <laughs> so not sure how much yeah. that stops the aerosols exactly of COVID. There's no nose, right? Like it's, it's like cuts off the nose. There's different ones. Like it'll cut off your, like some of them have just like the eye holes. Like, yeah, right. It's literally a fucking robber's mask is what it is. (laughs) It's a robber's mask. (laughs) And man, this guy had like, was a professional lock picker or like not professional, but like, I I guess um, it was a recreational lock. Yeah. Recreational (laughs) lock picker, which is. Like not a hobby. Is no. that is that please? Am I wrong? No, is this a hobby? It's super fucking weird. Like <laughs> this guy kills people. <laughs> Straight the fuck up. It really couldn't be more obvious. Sarah needed a seven-inch hunting knife here. <laughs> the moral of the story is, ladies, yeah. get yourselves a yeah. seven-inch hunting knife. Get a fucking hunting knife. Just don't use it on me. Okay. <laughs> One point that I wanna I wanna just go back to is when <laughs> 
Abby reads out the part of the story where she's like, so at this point I'm sweating in this balaclava. (laughs) (laughs) And I really am just reminded of that freaking line from Orange is the New Black. The part where it's tasty. Wait, wait, let's play it right now. Yeah, can you play it? So there I am, topless, sitting on this bulldozer like in a construction site. So I'm sitting there, barbecue sauce on my titties, and I'm like, what the fuck? Again? Sarah really was sitting there with the balaclava being like, how did I get here? Yeah, barbecue sauce on her titties, just, yeah, wondering where she fucking went wrong. We've all been oh there, though. God. Yeah, We've all I, been I mean, there. Have we? That's the beauty of these stories. You can all relate to it in some way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My God. This has just been so much fun. Cassidy, thank you so goddamn much for coming on the show today. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. And I'm not even kidding when I say this. I, I've been listening since day one. And Aww. I fucking, I love it, dude. Um, Cass, honestly, you've been a, like, a dream of a guest and especially for our first bros of guest on this podcast. Oh my God. Be honored. I would I would love to come back anytime you guys want to have me. Um I've had such a great time tonight. And oh. honestly, and I'm not just saying this, this is one of my favorite podcasts right Aww. now. You guys have a great pod. You guys have a great rapport. And I tell everybody about this. Um Aww. yeah it's it's just great oh through and God. through. Gosh. You- you guys know the drill. Our music is by Sound of Kalama and our artwork is by the beautiful at Haley Ewan's Art. And as always, we'd like to extend a super big thank you to our two producers, Matt and Arman, for all the behind scenes editorial work. Uh, and with that, Cass, we like to wish each other a good day around here. Make it fancy. Oh my God. Uh, good day. <laughs> and good day. And I bid you guys a good day freaking day. Bye. 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 We greet her. Surprise. Female Fight Club. She's not going to forget that. <laughs>